Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Mr. Classic Wrestling Podcast. And today, I have another episode of Monday Night Madness, where I bring you guys reviews on WCW pay-per-views. And today, I'm going to go over Super Brawl 6, 1996. Uh, starting off the evening, we have our first match of the night. It is Public Enemy versus the Nasty Boys in a street fight. Uh, starting off the match, Public Enemy and the Nasty Boys both exchange in the middle of the ring. Jerry Sags then hits Rocco Rock with a chair. Jerry Sags then hits Johnny Grudge with a chair as well. No. Nobs throws uh, Rocco in, into a table on the outside. Jerry Sags then hits Grudge with a trash can lid. Jerry Sags then hits a pile driver on Johnny Grudge through a trash can. Grudge then hits Sags with a trash can lid. Brian Nobs then hits a suplex on Rocco Rock on the outside through a table. Grudge then hits Brian Nobs with a trash can lid. Johnny Grudge then hits a bulldog on Jerry Sags through a chair. Jerry Sags then gets up, throws a table on Rocco Rock. Rocco then hits a senton. Senton off the railing, misses Nobs. Nobs then pins Rocco Rock for the three, and your winners of the match are the Nasty Boys. <clears throat> um, this was a really good match. Um, I liked the back and back and forthness between both teams. Both were exchanging. Both were, you know, pretty much bringing it to each other throughout this entire match. Uh, hats off to Public Enemy for having, you know, a great showing. Um, if you guys all know who Public Enemy are, they, um, they're a big tag team at one time in ECW. They ended up uh, signing with WCW at this time, and, you know, I, I believe this was probably one of their debut matches, if I'm not mistaken. On pay-per-view. <clears throat> um, after that match, we go into our next match of the evening. It is Johnny B. Bad versus Diamond Dallas Page. Uh, starting off the match, DDP walks down the aisle with a bunch of roses, tries to hand one to Kimberly on the outside. Then Johnny uh, B. Bad attacks DDP on the outside. Johnny then hits an axe handle off the apron on DDP. Johnny then hits a slingshot leg drop on DDP, pins it for the two. Johnny then hits an arm drag on DDP. Johnny then hits a roll-up on DDP, pins it for the two. DDP then gets up, hits a stun gun on Johnny off the ropes. DDP then hits a, a DDP, a DDT on Johnny. DDP then gets up, applies a headlock on Johnny, be bad in the middle of the ring. Johnny breaks the hold. Johnny then hits uh, devastating combos on DDP in the middle of the ring. Johnny then gets uh, hits an axe handle off the top rope on Diamond Dallas Page. Johnny then hits a somersault off the top rope on DDP, pins it for the two. That move, by the way, is absolutely fantastic. Johnny then hits a power bomb on DDP that was absolutely brutal, pins it for the two. DDP then applies a sleeper hold on Johnny. Johnny then breaks the hold by hitting a jawbreaker on DDP. Johnny then applies a sleeper hold on DDP. DDP breaks the hold. Johnny then hits a devastating tombstone pile driver on Diamond Dallas Page and pins him for the three. And your winner of the match is Johnny B. Bad. Um, this is a really good like rivalry between DDP and Johnny B. Bad. I mean, it's been going on for a while as far as the pay-per-views that I've seen. <laughs> um, it's usually one of the first matches of the night. Um, I've stated in the past, man, that, you know, both these guys were way before their time. Um, and Johnny B. Bad was a hell of an athlete. Uh, some of the movesets that he was doing, not a lot of people in WCW at that time were using that, uh, you know, top rope somersault into a roll-up. Not a lot of people were doing that. So hats off to Johnny B. Bad. You know, the springboards, it was, it was a good match. It really was. But hats off to Johnny B. Bad and DDP as well. Uh, after that match, we go to our next match of the evening. It is Harlem Heat versus Luger and Sting for the WCW Tag Team Championships. Uh, starting off the match, Sting hits a devastating clothesline on Booker T. Sting then hits a hip toss on Stevie Ray. Booker then hits a devastating shoulder tackle on Sting. Luger then gets involved, hits a back suplex on Booker. Booker then hits a sidewalk slam on Luger. Booker then hits a spin wheel kick on Lex Luger. Stevie Ray gets involved, hits a power slam on Luger that was absolutely brutal. Stevie Ray then hits a leg drop on Luger in the middle of the ring. Luger then gets up, hits a clothesline on Booker T. Stevie Ray then hits a devastating power bomb on Lex Luger. Booker T then gets in the, and tags in the match, hits a uh, his signature scissors kick on Luger. Sting then attacks Stevie Ray and Booker. 
Uh, Road Warrior Animal gets involved in the match. Hits uh, Animal hits Stevie uh, Ray with a foreign object. Luger ends up getting the pin on Stevie Ray, and your winners of the match and still WCW Tag Team Champions are Lex Luger and Sting. Um, this was a really good match. Uh, I'm a big fan of Harlem Heat. I think they were a great tag team back in the day. Really good tag team. Um, but throughout the match, though, you can kind of see Luger kind of not want to be a part of the whole tag match with Sting or be Sting's partner in the match. Um, but the I, it was, uh, I think Tony Schiavone had said in this match on commentary that the winners of this match will defend their tag team championships later on that night against the Road Warriors. Hence the reason why the Road Warriors got involved in this match because they wanted Luger and Sting at you know to face them at the end of the night. So I had to talk to Harlem Heat, but uh, Luger and Sting ended up getting the win. Um, after that match, we go into our next match of the evening is One Man Gang versus Conan for Conan's United States Championship. Uh, starting off the match, one man, one man Gang attacks Conan. Conan then hits a spin wheel kick, spin spin wheel kick on One Man Gang. Conan then hits a drop kick on One Man Gang off the top rope. Conan then hits a crossbody on One Man Gang, sending them both to the outside. Conan then hits another crossbody off the apron on One Man One Man Gang to the outside. One Man Gang then hits a leg drop on Conan. It looked absolutely brutal. Then One Man Gang hits a sidewalk slam on Conan in the middle of the ring. Conan then hits a head scissors on One Man Gang. Conan then hits a drop kick on One Man Gang as well. One Man Gang then hits a 747 splash on Conan, pinning him for the two. Conan then gets on the top turnbuckle, hits a senton off the top rope on One Man Gang, pins him for the three, and your winner of the match and still United States Heavyweight Champion, Conan. Um, this was a good match. Um, I, you know, I can see why they put it on the mid-card. Um, I haven't seen a lot of Conan matches. I think Conan's really good. One Man Gang was a beast. I mean, for the guy his size and what he was doing in the ring, uh, I feel like he doesn't get a lot of notoriety that he should. Uh, he was a very, very big man, and, uh, you know, he can move around the ring really well, you know, facing off against these guys that are like 180, 190. Um, and the moveset that, you know, Conan brought to this ring, you know, him being, you know, being from Mexico and having a lucha background, you know, I'm a big fan of that. <laughs> um you know, the senton that he did off the top rope on one man gang for the pin, you know, for the pin was awesome. Um, I'm a big fan of the Lucha Libre style. So hats off to Conan for the win and uh, still retaining the United States Championship at that time. Um, after that match, we go into our next match of the evening. It is a Taskmaster versus Brian Pillman. Uh, I feel like it was like um, maybe like a strap match or something like that. I'm not sure what they were calling it, but it was like, I know Taskmaster came out with like this whip or something or like this. Uh, something like that, and they were supposed to have this match, but um, Pillman, you know, and Taskmaster, Taskmaster both exchange in the middle of the ring. Pillman then turns to Taskmaster, says he respects him, and then all of a sudden Pillman walks off. Uh, and then pretty much you would think or assume the match would be over by then because um, Pillman walked off. Uh, next thing you know, Arn Anderson makes his way down the uh, down to the ring. Taskmaster then hits Arn with, like, this belt. Arn then is uh, beating the hell out of Taskmaster. Taskmaster, Taskmaster then hits Arn. Rick Flair is here and uh, tries to break up the match, telling them that, you know, they need to focus more on Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage and that they're trying to, you know, destroy Hulkamania or whatever. So there really wasn't a match here, uh, but I am a big fan of Brian Pillman. I think Brian Pillman's great. Um, you know, great wrestler, great competitor. Um, so hats off to Brian Pillman. I don't know much about the Taskmaster. I know his real name is Kevin Sullivan. Um, I haven't seen a lot of matches with him, you know, as far as some of the content that I've seen. Only like maybe one or two. So I don't know much about Kevin Sullivan, but I do know a lot about Brian Pillman. Um, I do think this was probably Brian Pillman's exit leaving WCW, I believe, at this point. So, um, but hats off to Pillman, hats off to the Taskmaster. It was a decent showing. I just wish they actually had a match. 
Um, after that match, we go into our next match of the evening. It is Lex Luger and Sting defending their WCW Tag Team Championships against the Road Warriors. Um, before I say anything about this match, the one thing that completely pissed me off was that Luger, like, he would, he was making his way down to the ring, and then he, like, went back up the aisle, down the ring, back up to the entrance ramp. Like, it was so damn annoying that I know it was, like, I guess, you know, storyline, but, like, it was so annoying to the point where it was, like, 15 minutes where he would not get in the ring to start the match. And I was like, you know, either get in the damn ring or just go to the back, man, because it was so annoying. And, like, everybody was getting frustrated. Hawk and Warrior were getting, you know, pissed off. Sting was getting pissed off. So it was like, come on. But uh, but starting off the match, once Luger actually made his way to, you know, to get on top of the apron to start the match, Hawk hits a shoulder tackle on Sting. Hawk then hits a devastating drop kick on Sting. Hawk then hits a net breaker on Sting as well. Animal then hits a big boot on Luger. Animal then hits a power slam on Luger, pin for the two. <coughs> Sting then hits a suplex on Hawk, pins him for the two. Luger then uh, hits an atomic drop on Animal. Sting then hits a stinger splash on Animal, but Animal puts the uh, or a splash on Animal puts the knees up. Uh, Hawk then hits a flying shoulder tackle on Luger, which was absolutely brutal. Sting then hits a stinger splash on Animal. Sting then applies the Scorpion Deathlock on Animal, but Hawk breaks the hold. Sting then hits a suplex on Animal. Animal then gets up, hits a Suplex on Sting. Sting uh, gets right up after that. Animal then hits a drop kick on Sting. And pretty much, like, the, the match itself was so back and forth, you know, between both teams. Um, but I do know that Luger and Sting ended up getting the win uh, in this match. So um, it was like it was more like a, I guess, a count out or something like that, I think. But um, it, was a, it was an okay match. Like I said, the one thing that really – made me mad was the fact that Luger was taking like his sweet time trying to get to the ring. And it was like, look, man, we're, you know, we're trying to start a match. And it, like, that's what kind of pissed me off. Cause it was like, come on. You know what I mean? Like get involved in the match. I mean, it got to a point where Hawk and animal were literally chasing him down to the entrance ramp, just trying to get him to the damn match because he just didn't want any parts of it. So I don't know where they were going with that whole storyline. Um, after that match, we go into our next match of the evening. It is Ric Flair versus Randy Savage for Savage's WCW heavyweight championship in a steel cage match. Um, starting off the match, Randy attacks Flair. Flair then hits a devastating chop on Randy in the corner. Flair then hits a knee drop on Randy in the middle of the ring. Flair, Flair then throws Randy into the cage. Flair then hits the ref. Randy hits a backdrop on Flair. Flair then again throws Randy into the cage. Flair hits another devastating chop on Randy. Randy then throws Flair off the top rope. Randy then applies a figure four leg lock on Flair. Randy then hits a scoop slam on Flair as well. Randy is motioning to the crowd that it's time for the elbow drop. Randy then makes his way onto the top of the cage. Randy goes for an axe handle, but Flair ends up meeting him down to the middle of the ring, hits him right in the stomach. Flair then hits a suplex on Randy, pins him for the two. Flair then throws Randy into the cage again. Flair hits an elbow drop on Randy. Flair then applies his signature figure four leg lock on Randy. Randy then hits a roll, breaks the hole, hits a roll up on Flair, pins him for the two. Flair then hits another devastating chop on Randy, which those chops are brutal. Randy then throws Flair into the cage. Flair then hits an atomic drop on Randy. Flair then hits a low blow on Randy in the middle of the ring. Flair then hits a backdrop, sending Randy into the cage. Elizabeth then on the outside hands uh, Flair one of her uh, shoes. Flair ends up turning around, hits Randy with the shoe, knocks Randy right the hell out, pins Randy for the three, and your winner of the match and new WCW Heavyweight Champion is the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Uh, after the match, Hogan arrives. He's here. He ends up hitting uh, Arn Anderson with a chair shot to the back. Um, it was a good match. It really was. It really was. I think it was a lot better showing that Flair had with Savage from like I think a pay per view or two ago, 
Um, they definitely had the time limit. They were both, you know, fresh into the match. Nobody was getting their ass kicked prior. Um, it was a good match. It really was. It was a great showcase by Flair um, and a great showcase by Randy Savage. I think the stuff that Flair does in the ring, obviously, like I said, man, he knows what he's doing. You know, and those ch- I, I put money on anybody taking one of those chops from Flair and not feel it afterwards. I mean, that guy, those chops are so damn brutal that you can hear him throughout the entire arena. Um, but hats off to Savage as well. I'm a big fan of Randy Savage growing up, you know, and, um, you know, he held his own in this match, you know. And Randy Savage, to me, was like a loose cannon, man. He didn't know what he was going to do. He never knew what to expect with Randy. Um, and hats off to Flair for getting a win, even though it wasn't a clean finish because Elizabeth got involved. Um but all in all, it was a really good match. So hats off to both guys for putting on a great showcase. Um, after that match, we go into our second uh, main event of the evening. It is a uh, part two of the steel cage match, if you will. Um, it is Hulk Hogan versus the Giant. Uh, starting off the match, Hogan throws Giant into the cage. Hogan is choking the Giant with one of his, I think it was like his bandana or something like that. Giant then applies a bear hug on Hogan. Hogan breaks the hole. Giant is choking Hogan. Giant then hits another devastating chop on Hogan. Giant then hits a scoop slam on Hogan in the middle of the ring. Giant then throws Hogan into the steel cage. Giant then hits a suplex on Hogan. Giant then hits a backbreaker on Hogan. A lot of this match, Giant was just taking it to Hogan in the, in the beginning of this match. Uh, Giant then hits a choke slam on Hogan in the middle of the ring. Hogan then gets right up. Hogan throws Giant into the cage. Hogan then hits a big boot on Giant. Hogan then hits a uh, scoop slam on the Giant, which had the crowd going crazy. Hogan then hits a signature leg drop on the Giant. Giant gets right up. Doesn't phase him at all. Giant and Hogan both exchange chops on top of the turnbuckle trying to get out of the cage. Hogan then escapes the cage and wins the match. Taskmaster then gets involved, hits Hogan with a chair. Ming then from the Dungeon of Doom, he arrives to the ring. The entire Dungeon of Doom roster comes out, their whole team. Hogan hits, pretty much takes everybody out with a chair shot. And then this guy known as Loch Ness Monster makes his way down to the ring. He looks like Haystack's Calhoun. I don't know if that's what the guy was or not, but kind of looked like Haystack's Calhoun. Um, all in all, this was, this was a decent event. Um, I would have to give this event probably a six and a half, maybe seven. Um, I think the Randy Savage and Ric Flair match was phenomenal. That uh, was one of the matches of the night for me. Um, I would say the tag matches were really good, but the only thing that was really getting on my nerves was Lex Luger, to be honest with you. I don't know what the hell was going on and why he was acting the way he was acting. It was, it felt like he didn't want to wrestle at all. Even the match that Sting and Luger had against, uh, Harlem Heat, it's just like Luger was not invested in the matches whatsoever um it just i don't know i would have to give it, i would even give it a six and a half to be honest with you it wasn't like this card was that great um i feel like some of the matches were kind of slapped together really quick i know um hogan and the giant were still continuing their storyline that was going on for a while um and like i said randy savage and rick flair fantastic match other than those kind of like those two matches this really didn't do anything for me to be honest with you so i had to give it a six man it just I've seen a lot more better WCW pay-per-views than this. And, you know, you, you figured that at some point it was going to be a little bit low on the scale from 1 to 10 for me. And this one I had to give, you know, a 6 as far as, like, being either the really be- one of the top best WCW pay-per-views or one of the worst. I'm not going to sit here and say it's the worst, but I damn sure is not going to say it's the best. Um, I'm going to say it's a 6, man. Um, you know, and like I said, the tag matches just killed me just because how Luger was acting. Um, the Conan match when he was defending his United States Championship against One Man Gang, yeah, it was an okay match. But I, I mean, at the same time too, it didn't really have. It wasn't really action packed match for me. You know, <laughs> One Man Gang is a really big dude, but I feel like he can't move that fast. And you know, I feel like Conan was kind of carrying that match the whole time. 
Um, but again, hats off to Conan. It just this event really wasn't all that. It didn't really, you know, it wasn't really speaking loud enough to me where it's like, oh, you need to really tune in and watch this, you know, watch this pay per view. It just wasn't. So I had to give this a six. But um, all in all, I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, this is my review for Monday Night Madness, going over the review of Super Brawl Six. Um, but I, like I said, I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you guys are out there staying safe. Be careful. And remember, stay classic. Peace.